Hello and very, very warm welcome to uh, today's early morning trade plan session live, uh, brought to you, uh, of course, by the live trade room. Um, now, today is Wednesday, the 13th of April, um, and the whole point behind this particular session prior to the European Open um, is to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. So, those of you attending live, uh, you're very, very welcome. Good to have you with us. And also, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, uh, good to have you on board and hope we can be of, of some um, some help in your trading journey. Okay, so uh, let's start then with our risk warning. Please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen and just broadly be be mindful of your exposure in these markets. It's an important, um, it's an important uh, element of financial trading is your ability to control your exposure. And the more you're in charge of that, the better. If the market is pushing you around and you find yourself that you're, you're, you're exposing more capital um, than you anticipated, uh, then the market is in control of you. So try and, and reverse that if you possibly can. Okay, so just as a quick introduction then, what, what do all profitable trades need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desk? Some of these are common sense and straightforward. Um, however, there's an awful lot of content behind your ability to determine which market to trade, where to enter, where do you exit those markets, how do you manage risk prior to entry, uh, how do you manage each trade to a successful, hopefully a successful outcome. And trading psychology and mindset and emotions are all important parts of these markets. Um, and just to let you know, we discuss many of these considerations fully live and interactive every single day. Um, so, um, and we're strong advocates of being consistent, uh, you know, in terms of your entries and your exits. We try to be as consistent as we possibly can. Discipline with our camp capital goes back to our ability to control our exposure uh, and be patient as well. Um, some market conditions uh, are, are go through periods of consolidation or erratic price action. We want to be a little bit more patient during that those periods and uh, look to be a more aggressive when we get some confirmation of price moves uh, and uh, volatility in in a in a direction which uh, you've you've planned for and that's really the whole point behind this session uh, every day okay so let's start with a review of potential market moving news so for this um, We'll have a look at uh, Forex Factory and we'll just uh, go down to Wednesday, April the 13th. So um, I suppose a significant day. We've seen a 50 basis point uh, rate hike in, with the RBNZ. You can see we're expecting a 25 basis point increase. Um, the inflation story is really getting to grips globally. Uh, we've been talking about this for, for 12 months now. Um, we had a strange situation yesterday, if I take you back to the CPI numbers. Um, the, the headline rate actually broadly came in above expectations. We were expecting about 8.4% year on year, and we saw an 8.5% print. So actually higher than, marginally higher than than, than expected. Um, but the core CPI numbers came in less than expected. So I suppose the whole print gave cause for a bit of, a very, very mild bit of optimism. And from the price action, uh, we saw some broadly some negative news and actually some really positive price action for these financial markets and, and global indices in particular. 
So uh, a strange um, reaction to that particular event. This is the this is the largest uh, CPI number uh, print uh, since for about forty years now uh, in the early eighties. So um, so a really significant. It was interesting. Again, we we sort of monitor the, the news channels just to sort of pick up on risk sentiment, and it was very very interesting to note yesterday that there was um, to try and explain that move in the indices where where they continued higher they were in in our opinion reaching for um you know anything they could to try and justify it and really what came out uh, in the wash um was the fact that we're likely to be peaking these inflation figures uh, in our opinion there's no reason to suggest that we've peaked um so they've been misleading uh, headlines for over a year now. We we're expecting um, inflation to be around 3%. It's up at 8.4. So we're not even close to um, expectations uh, a year ago. Uh, with the potential for it to peak uh, in the first half of this year and then to, to fade away nicely, that would, be, that would be the best case scenario. Now, all eyes will start reverting back to the Fed. Uh, have a look at the 10-year bond auction. We'll have a look at um, the bond markets now in just a second. Um, the, the the previous 10-year bond auction, the interest rate was back at 192, um, which you know fairly strong demand. And uh, this time we had a 2.7, so a sizable uptick uh, by any stretch uh, for the bond markets. We've got another, I think, a 30-year bond auction again today for the US. So um, following on from yesterday's CPI numbers, we have. Um, we've got UK CPI numbers, again, the, the highest number for, for year on year for, for 30 years. So I think it's fair to say we've got a structural inflation problem um, and we're seeing it across global markets and central banks are, are rushing to try and increase interest rates to try and offset. It's the only real tool that, that central banks have to, um, to dampen or to uh, slow down the rate of, uh, of increase with this inflation story. Um, the demand side construction off the back of high inflation for prolonged periods is, is quite is really quite damaging. The cost base of every company starts to go up considerably. Uh, employees look for more uh, more wages. It puts more strain on on um, I suppose perhaps the more medium term uh, outlook, and um, it has a, a profound impact on the consumer. If prices keep going up and up and up, at some point. We, we will all um, decide not to, uh, you know, not to, to spend our money in that way anymore. Um, so that that's fundamentally the problem. And uh, the, the Fed, it's not just the Fed, it's the RBNZ, it's all the, all the, the major central banks, and they're all rushing to try and, um, and increase interest rates. So at least they have some... Uh, let's say bullets to be able to react and respond to future crises because it looks like that's that's the way it's going to go uh, okay so following on from yesterday's cpi we've now got ppi producer price index numbers and core ppi so again we're up at very similar elevated levels and we're expecting a 1.1 percent increase um so that does take us up to these significantly higher levels uh, for PPI inflation. We'll also have the um, the BOC, the Bank of Canada, uh, with a potentially 
what's been priced in a 50 basis point price increase. If you went back three months ago, these central banks were talking about 25 basis points and certainly these markets were pricing in a 25 basis point increase. You can see now we've actually jumped to 50%, uh, sorry, 50 basis points. Um, same for the Fed. We were expecting a 25 basis point move. Now it looks like we're pretty nailed on for a 50 basis point um, rate hike. And we have the press conference and the bond auction. And not forgetting tomorrow we'll have the ECB. So let's get into these markets then. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll have a look at what's going on, sort of where we're at. So the first thing is risk. Um, did we have any sort of clarity yesterday in the end? Like those of you that were joining us live, um, we were never we were never fully on board with the with the strength that we saw post CPI yesterday. It, it was one of those news events that was mildly negative news, um, but quite positive price action. So, and we did get the rollover back to the downside. So we actually made technically a new low uh, last night. Um, not too surprised with that. And what it's doing is it's kind of it's kind of cleared out the market a little bit. Um, so this explosive move was very erratic and um, and not a comfortable move in this market because the news was was actually quite quite negative. Um, but then eventually um, we started to see prices roll over to the downside and we saw, like we said, we've made a new low uh, in around the 43.80. And all we've really done since that low is actually pulled back. So we are in, um, I suppose, territory which is indecisive at the moment. Um, and uh, which way will this market go next is, is an interesting question. Um, you know, traders often look for these markets to behave in a logical fashion. And sometimes when when the news is is so um, erratic and there's so many concerns for these markets, whether it's inflation, central bank rate hikes, energy crisis, war in Ukraine, uh, political sort of turmoil and geopolitical issues and concerns, uh, all of these play into the mix of a little bit of nervousness and a little bit of kind of erratic price action. And that's kind of what we're really seeing. So um, we are technically just making these uh, lows in here and a new potential low. So this market now has to make um, a new low. It has to run down to this level. So we can certainly keep an eye out for that trade, see if that trend continues. The price action on a daily time frame is now a little bit on the messier side. So we need to get a little bit more clarity on that. Similar situation with the Dow Jones, really strong reaction across all the US indices yesterday, um, followed by a reversal and technically a new low. So indecision now, uh, our, our bias, uh, as, as you probably all know, uh, is very much to the downside for these equity markets. They've got a, a lot to contend with, and we think there's, we're more likely to get further near-term downside moves than um, than upside, in, in our opinion, currently. Um, okay, so the DAX and the FTSE, we just don't like the, the, the quality of the setups. Uh, and a strong retracement on yesterday's bearish move in the Nikkei. And last but not least, we've got Bitcoin. Um, just hovering around that $39,000, $40,000 level. So a sizable move to the downside, and we explained there's a potential for 
actually a, a bit of support um, kicking in across this market, just in, in at this level. So will this become a, a strong level of support? And will we get that move higher? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, okay, so risk is a little bit indecisive today now. Um, it was a little bit more decisive two days ago, so it's gone back into its shell, uh, unfortunately. So commodities, we'll have a quick look at commodities. Um, a, a decent bounce yesterday. We, we, we were kind of looking at this market. There's a, there's a lot of daily highs in here at the $98 level, and we saw a nice move. Um, let me just record yesterday's high, just below the 50-period moving average, the 101.50 pretty much. Um, so I suppose the $3.5 move. But as you can see, we've kind of retraced. Um, we've rolled back over now. And what we do have in this market is actually a series of lower lows and technical lower highs. Um, that's what we're basically seeing. So this there is a, a like a mini downtrend in this market. So the question is, we've got the monthly low just sitting in here. Will we get down to this level and will we break that, that level and see a further move below that $92 level? Um, that's the question. So US oil, um, gold. So we like gold to the upside. We had a, a decent move yesterday. Um, just take yesterday's high. We're able to get up to the 1978 and we did say if we could get above the 1965 and close above that level that we would be anticipating further upside with, the, with these fundamental um market conditions so um further upside for now expected um and, and we've only just marginally closed above the 1965 so nothing comprehensive there um and oil is retracing yesterday's move it really depends how much conviction you have on oil to the downside. The structural failure trade is back down at the $92. So we, we failed to break through that level previously. Um, will we break through it this time? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. So there might be a, a short-term selling opportunity um, potentially in this trade, um, which might be worth, worth looking at potentially. So the 99.55, whoops, excuse me. Okay, it would be a structural failure trade to the upside and we would be running into that 50 period moving average and we're in this little mini downtrend. Um, so it's not going to be our first trade, but we'll have a look at oil um, below the 99.55, which is today's daily low. Okay, so moving over to our foreign exchange markets, we'll start with the euro dollar. Um, we, we took a sell trade in this yesterday uh, on the breakout one of these levels and this little sharp pullback unfortunately took us out. We're still trading, just for your information, we are still trading at slightly less um, trade size than we would normally be trading. So, um, and we weren't really prepared to let this market pull back uh, endlessly, of course. So we wanted to draw a line in the sand as early as we could. Um, but then we, we saw the rollover trade as the evening unfolded. Um, and actually saw further momentum to the downside. So as always, our bias is lower. Um, I suppose that it was the right trade. Um, the volatility we saw off the back of really mildly negative CPI numbers actually 
um, we saw this initial reaction again, which is counterintuitive. It's not, it wasn't a trade that we would have expected, but um, these markets can behave quite illogic, illogically at times. And we saw a really, really strong reversal trade before we saw the move to the downside and further momentum lower uh, is absolutely um, expected. Uh, you can see the monthly low down here. Um, and we're not too far away for that very significant structural break to the downside. I'll just take this low here, which is the 0822. All right, so we'll have a look at the euro dollar to the downside below the 10822. Right, so the pound has made its move. So um, we'll have a look at the pound dollar. That's clearly defined. As you can see, currently, um, Okay, it's the 129.89, 129.89. So we're looking for selling opportunities below that level. We've now got that. Um, again, another massive move to the upside for, yeah, and that just occurred now in the last hour or so. So yesterday, we were looking at this yesterday during the trading day to get into this above the 125.75 and it really failed to get above that level uh, and you can see um, over the last hour or so we actually saw that really significant uh, move to the upside I'll just take note of the number uh, 125.75 okay elsewhere um, a little bit of dollar strength against the Swiss franc the CAD it looks like we're going to see a bit of dollar strength again. Um, Aussie dollar, New Zealand dollar, that's a strong negative, quite bearish setup. So what we can see is it's a little bit inconclusive as far as the indices are concerned, but the dollar uh, is, is our focus certainly for the day. Um, we, we were seeing some strange price action yesterday with, with quite a bullish response. Um, but ultimately quite a negative um, uh, move. So when capital comes out of equities and we start seeing prices rolling over to the downside, um, you'd expect that capital to go somewhere. And um, the yen has always been uh, a flight to safety trade uh, along with the Swiss franc and, and the gold trade as well. Now we're in gold still to the upside, so we expect further upside in that, in that market. Um, but the, the dollar has been the main beneficiary of this flight to safety trade. Uh, so we are looking at the US dollar in quite some detail. So um, we're still, still risk off market conditions. So we'll amend this now. So we've got further risk off market conditions. Yeah, we do look for further US indice weakness, um, but what I'm gonna do is 
we're going to put our focus into the dollar now today. Um, so instead of the 0873, we're now much, much lower. The 0822. Um, the pound dollar. The fact that bond yields are, are, are moving higher, it does add some momentum to the dollar as well. Um, so the pound dollar looking to sell below the 129.89. The yesterday we were looking at this market above the 125.78. Um, we're still looking for that level to be breached. So there are dollar pairs. Um, It's quite a bearish setup in the New Zealand dollar, actually. And GD USD looking to sell. Let's just get that price for the New Zealand dollar if we can. Yeah, it's a 68.04. 68.04 to the downside. So, in addition, we've just got oil trade. So it's US oil looking to sell sell below the 99.55. It's very range bound. It's up and down uh, with wild swings. Um, so look, what I'll do is I'll post this into the chat box. So you can take this away with you. Any questions, feel free to see them. Um, contact us and let us know. So on that note, uh, we let you guys go. We're looking for the dollar, really. Um, that's where we see the biggest opportunity today. Uh, and perhaps keeping an eye on US oil to the downside uh, below the, the 99.55 uh, level. So I've just posted those numbers and, and those trades, uh, our trade plan, into your chat box for those of you attending live. So we're looking for further risk-off market conditions, um, not in the sense where... I mean, we're, we're, we'd, we'd probably hope to see further momentum to the downside in the indices, uh, but the opportunity is in the dollar strength as things currently stand. So the euro dollar, we're looking to sell below the 108.22. The pound dollar, we're looking to sell below the 129.89. The, the dollar yen, we're looking to buy above the 125.78. The New Zealand dollar, we're looking to sell below the 68.04. And US oil, we are looking to sell below... 99.55 level so those those are that's our trade selection those are the markets we're going to be really focusing more so on um you've got the direction in which you're looking to trade these markets and the prices at which you're looking to enter so the rest of the um the considerations are you know uh, trade size risk management of course um uh, and um being able to manage those trades as well uh, to hopefully a successful conclusion any questions, feel free to post them. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for joining us as always. So just to let you know, we do trade uh, the European trading session and the US trading session fully live and interactive. So if you do want to join us for those, see how we apply our, our trade size and, and our um, trade plan to these markets. Uh, feel free to join us. It's only $29 per calendar month. You get full access to not just our, our live trading, but also 
a wealth of education um, and other training tools like risk management software and things like that. So it's quite a comprehensive offering. And um, like I said, it's uh, there's an affordable price point. It's just one membership now with the live trade room. So uh, it's not sort of layered or difficult in any way. Just $29 per calendar month. Uh, for more information, just go to livetraderoom.com and we'll uh, you can contact us as well through our website if you need. So for everyone here at the Live Trade Room, thanks very much for joining us. Do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.